the amazing co-hosts of this show and they're gonna go ahead and introduce themselves hey everyone it's amayo hello everyone this is ife and unfortunately ife isn't with us today so feel free to send her some love when you hear this okay um today's do don't don't do don't do what oh. you did too fast <laughs> exactly <laughs> Let us oh, feel gosh. the love. I feel like that was my fault, though. I didn't even like preface the episode with why Ife was missing <laughs> that day. I think I was just so anxious and nervous to get this the episode started. I was just like, oh no. Yeah. But Ife, we definitely missed you on that one episode, though, for sure. Aww. Yeah, we did. For sure. Okay, so how, is every, how did everyone's week go? My week was, I don't know. I've been. I've been battling, I don't want to call it like depression per se, because maybe like functional depression. Mm. Anyway, I've been homesick Mm. and I just moved to a new city and sometimes I just in, I'm just in this weird mood. And also my passport didn't come back from the French consulate in time. So I didn't get to go to Paris. So that was a bummer. But yeah, my week was eh. But we thank God for life. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm well. So yeah. Yeah, I think my week. Am I your are those your dogs? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I thought I was hoping you guys wouldn't hear them, but yeah, somebody has vexed them. <laughs> so my week was um I think it was pretty average, nothing new. Um, I see like this your week was an average. Am I? You finished NYC? No, 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 no. Wasn't no, I that no, she's not in that bad. No, no, ah. no. So, so last <laughs> week my friends finished um, NYC, so we went to you know celebrate, and it was quite depressing, like just knowing that they were done and we still have like six months, like. Mm. Quite sad, but it's okay. They always say everybody. Everybody says that you know, it flies by so quickly, and they can't even remember. They, they don't know how those months pass by. So check back with, with me in six months, and I'll let you know how <laughs> it went. Oh, yeah. I mean, my week wasn't any anything fantastic. I would say. Mm, yeah, it was alright. It was probably average too. Um, just regular work. Uh, research class yeah nothing that amazing but hopefully this week brings us more excitement so um our past couple of episodes have been very heavy and you know very deep discussions and i think you know that's very important but just to balance things out just a little bit we're gonna have a more i think light episode a lighter episode um and we're gonna be discussing marriage and everything leading up onto it so um they say the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step and so for this episode 
It seems like the journey of a thousand carrots, okay, begins with a pickup line. And I'm going to go around (laughs) and have us all share some of the pickup lines that we've either heard, um, that we thought were cute, or we just were like, "Mm, better luck next time. Um, Things haven't said to your friends or things that you might have even said. So who's the, who's going to start? Okay, I can go first. Okay. But I think the most common one that I've heard or like I hear people say in words is, Ah, hey girl, you look familiar. Oh my god. <laughs> Have we met? <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's like, Why is that a pickup so line pathetic. though? Like, I'm like, confused. I, I, it's like, no, we have not met. I know I do look familiar. Let's keep it going. <laughs> like, no way. I wonder if it actually works for some people. I mean, I guess it works to continue conversation. I've actually had someone, and I guess the person forgot what the word was. And so he was like, hey, you you look similar. And I was like, to what? (laughs) What do I look similar to? I'm confused. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, please. (laughs) I think my favorite one that's very humorous is like, oh, baby girl, you look so... You look so delicious. You're looking thicker. Why, can why I you got to say it in that accent, though? Can what I take you? Is that like? what you said? <laughs> can I? <laughs> what are you trying to pass across, bruh? I think I watched it. I think I watched it in a... I saw it in a Nollywood movie. Mm. And the brethren that was saying it was, you know, our evil brother mm. now. So had to, had, to, had to convey the sentiment. Great job. Great job. I can't even, like... <laughs> Because it's so right, I'm not even going to... <laughs> I can't judge. I really can't judge. But yeah, so my, my number one was also, um, you look familiar. And I, I still, for the life of me, don't understand why that is a pickup line. Um, but anyway, so I was like, man, I can't remember the last time I heard a pickup line. One, because I hate them. I think they're corny. And two, I just haven't been in Nigeria for a while. Well, I lied. Anywho, so I googled it and I googled the top Nigerian pickup lines, guys. <laughs> <sighs> My Lord Jesus. So this one I thought was funny. <laughs> this one says, you're the only egg in my roll. Without you, I'm just buns. Like, why do you say that to someone? <laughs> How is that helpful? How does that help your cause? I'm so confused. Can you give our listeners context of what egg roll and buns, like, what that means? Okay, so, like, think of an egg roll kind of like, not a scotch, so think of it as a scotch egg just without the sausage on the outside. It's just made up of dough, and then there's, like, a boiled egg on the inside of it. Versus buns is is kind of like the dough that's been fried, but it doesn't have the egg on the inside. So yeah, so I guess the girl is the egg. Like, why? Why are you gonna call? Anyway, it's okay. It's fine. To each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Yeah. And can we talk about how Nigerians like our favorite forms of endearment is food? Yes! Oh, my jollof rice. My jollof rice. Yay. Tomato. My sweet jo- potato. <laughs> Tomato juice. Tomato juice. <laughs> Weak. I'm so weak. <laughs> that is so true, yeah. though. That is so true. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. The only butter my bread. 
The only sugar in my tea. Yeah. Those are some vintage. I know those are real vintage. (laughs) Those are real vintage. Wow. Any other fun ones that you guys can think about? Um, Okay, I also Googled uh, pickup lines. I'm not sure if anybody actually says this, but this one was like, can I follow you home? Because my parents told me to always follow my dream. No! (laughs) No. Please, if you're listening to this episode and you've actually had this uh, pickup line said to you, please, please let us know on Twitter. We would love to know. Wow. You guys do not try these at home. They do not work. I do not. <laughs> oh my god! Which brings me to my next question: Do you feel like in this twenty-first century, people still use pickup lines on girls or guys? I think they do. I just, yeah, I think they do. But I think it might be a little more subtle now. Hmm. So instead of you know, you look like an angel for living this guy, the only some stupid ass corny thing. Uh-huh. It can be something like, oh, a pretty girl shouldn't be drinking by herself mm. or, you know, you know, like they sh- there's always a way that people used to start conversations. Yeah. So sometimes they are corny. Sometimes they're not as corny. But yeah, I guess if they're not corny, they don't count as pickup lines. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. These things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just saw this one. Is your name Wi-Fi? Because I'm feeling the connection. This can be real. Is this real? I feel. Who comes up with these things? Uh, I don't even know. (laughs) This is so wrong. Oh, oh my god. Anyway, moving on from this pickup line mess. Um, so I'm. I've just always been very intrigued. Like in college, we would have these panels on um, love, marriage, and dating. Um, across different countries and I'm just really really intrigued by how different cultures express feelings or date differently and so I'm wondering if you guys noticed any stark differences between dating in Nigeria versus dating in the U.S. or dating Nigerians in general versus dating people from other um, countries and nationalities. I think one major difference that I've scene this is ife is that nigerian men are more dogged in their pursuit mm. of women so i that is a complicated i have complicated i have complicated feelings about that doggedness mm. so sometimes it can be sweet i'd be like oh like he's so determined yeah. he still really likes me but after you've said no 40 million times <laughs> And he's still pestering you. That is stalkerish. Mm. That's stalker behavior. Okay. So one thing I've noticed about Nigerian men is that they don't. It's like no, it's not in their vocabulary. Mm. Or they don't. I think men in general have this issue with processing rejection. They don't know how yeah. to process rejection. Okay. So it's a man thing, but Nigerians in general are just they are one kind in that regard. <laughs> they are, but 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 with Nigerian men. Like, like if they like you, you would know. Yeah. So it's more there's it there's a little less. There are probably games that are played, mm. but it's less less. So I will have to wait fifty, 
I mean, I don't know, ten. Di- I don't know what the games are, but you know, this waiting mm-hmm, game, I have to mm-hmm. wait for him to text me first or whatever. Yeah. Nigerian men are very clear when they like you, so that's a good thing, I guess. And meanwhile, here it's more, it's more. Yeah, there are more games played. It's more coy. It's more. Does he like me? Does he not? Mm-hmm. Kind of business. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends sent me an article a long time ago, oh my long time ago, a few, a few days, weeks ago, and it was like how men in Lagos, and I guess I'll just project that to Nigeria, are like avocados. What? I, I, I wish I could, I don't know if I should break it down. Please do. Myself. I love the analogy. Please how? do. So there's the, so there's the, so, so there are five different levels. There's nope, there's no way. There's not yet. There's it looks like I'm ready, but I'm not. And then there's eat me as soon as possible. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty much saying that like there yeah, are guys that are straight up like I'm not even trying to settle right now. There are guys who are like mm, you know maybe I'll date here and there, but you know like I'm really not that serious. And there are people who look like they are serious too, but JK, they are not. <laughs> and then there are people who are like, okay, now when they have finally decided that they want to become serious, any female that they see, mm. boom, mm. like, that's because they're going to marry. Another thing about Nigerian men, like, once they've passed that baby boy stage, where they're, yeah. like, they're no longer trying to, you know, fool around, it's like, once they meet that girl that they, like, they think like, fits their bill or whatever, Mm-hmm. the next thing like marriage like they don't even try to chill like girl let's date like you're the girl I want to marry you're my future mm. queen this one like <laughs> like no chill and, like you just begin to feel bad for the girl like what if she's not ready or like what if mm-hmm. like she doesn't want to be your mm-hmm. African queen <laughs> chill yeah, yeah. that's real that's a when very they're right, point they're right. I actually wonder how many Nigerian men or even African men get rejected like proposal wise, like if you propose to a girl and the girl says no, bruh. <laughs> I'd be interested in seeing the statistics too. <laughs> I know, so please, anyone, <laughs> feel free to use it as like a senior thesis or something. Okay. I don't even understand how you would get to the point where somebody rejects your proposal, mm. actually. Yeah. Like, shouldn't you have been talking about, you know, isn't, <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. Isn't that a conversation you should have been having a while ago? Mm. Wouldn't you already know whether that person is ready? I'm, I don't know. It's just, it's not something that I think could ever happen to me. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like even <laughs> so though, like, the proposal itself should be a surprise, I guess, how you, like, when you decide to ask the person. I just feel like it should be a conversation that you should have had in the past. Or, like, you mm-hmm. know, something hinting towards you guys getting married eventually. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, you can't just ask a girl that you dated for how many, like, weeks or days without, like, I mm. mean, it must be really ballsy <laughs> to do that. I and love... You better be careful for rejection because it's probably going to happen. I love how, I mean, we're, we're all, we're all, like, we all grew up in Lagos, so we all kind of have a similar idea of, like, you can't just ask someone to marry you and... It hasn't come up in conversation, like you haven't hinted mm-hmm. at it or the person hasn't hinted at it. But like here, 
that's like a normal thing it's almost like people don't communicate in my opinion like i honestly feel like people go through really? the motion. yes because i know some people who like have been proposed to and they're like uh not now wow <laughs> and it's just like how 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 did how did you know that this person was not ready for this kind of yeah commitment? how did you get it so yeah, wrong how did you miss yeah. it I don't know I don't know I do think that um comparison I think Nigerian men put in work or maybe are willing to put in work um to mm. get to a certain end so that end might be you know marriage or that end might just be one night only. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but whatever the <laughs> end or target is, I feel like Nigerian men put in more of an effort. Maybe African men. Yeah, I would say African men um, might put in more of an effort than some of their counterparts over yonder. What do you guys think? <laughs> I haven't dated a non-Nigerian yet, mm. so I can't... I can't give you evidence based on my experience, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> from the Nigerian men I've dated in the past, there is a, there's a, oh, I want to take care of you. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to like buy you stuff. It's Valentine's Day. I'm going to spoil you. So there is obviously there's a lot of emphasis on that. But those things can backfire mm. because the guy will not come and say, "Oh, so again, I still see you for example." So I went to Unilag University mm-hmm. of Lagos mm-hmm. for a year and a half before I came to college in the states, and you know, toasters, people toasting you. And there was a there was an incident of some guy telling my friend, "Oh, after I bought you chicken hey, and chips," like, I'm like. No, he didn't. I'm like, what? what is this life? So my love is worth chicken and chips. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is chicken and chips. So even though the Nigerian men have the, oh, I want to spoil you, I want to buy stuff for you thing, mm. I think it's actually, it comes with, you know, what's what's that word? When they say something, is a something gift. What's the phrase? It shall not... <laughs> There's something it's attached. Not really genuine it's not genuine of his stuffs at all. There's a condition attached to mm-hmm. the gift. And also like men start getting resentful and they're like, Oh, like I'm all I'm the one oh anyway, Sha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Amaya, do you yeah. feel like things have changed since you've moved back recently? With like how guys approach oh. girls or Amaya is our Lagos Nigeria correspondent. (laughs) I'm the expert, you know, live at Jerry. I don't know. I just. I. Okay. I think. I just think it depends. Okay. Mm. I think many people have been exposed to Western culture, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, a a good number of people that that you would meet. Would um, yeah, aren't that different from the typical American or you know British guy? You're not that different. But I would say that definitely, 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 Nigerian guys like chivalry is not dead. Hmm. Like hmm. in Nigeria, I don't think it is yet because you know like 
dating in America, not like I, you know, seriously dated anybody in America, but like you would go on a, I don't know, you go on a date or you go for something together and you're already thinking, okay, how am I going to split the bill with this mm-hmm. guy? You know, because it's not anything serious. But like, I feel like in Nigeria, the guys are just like, they're so quick to cover everything. Like, don't worry, you want a table at, at the club? I got you. You want mm. drinks? You got rounds on me. Like, and I feel like they do, like many people do it like wholeheartedly. Like, they just want you to be comfortable and they just want you to like, not worry about paying people will hold it over your head like ah i bought you bottles at that club that mm-hmm. day where you don't even want to drop small you know gifts mm-hmm. for me nah like <laughs> some small quad you know, some small quad you know, little kiss kiss smooch here nah baby <laughs> no boo boo but like, i feel like most people just generally just want to you know make you relaxed and comfortable and they just want you to not worry about money mm-hmm. um so yeah that's the one thing i would say Okay. But I feel like one thing though that I um that I would say needs to be encouraged more in Nigerian men is how to express their emotions and to work yeah. on communication and not, not being afraid of being vulnerable with mm-hmm. their partner mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that is one thing that you know leads to serious trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so true. You just preached a whole sermon. The church kid now. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, I completely agree with that. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable and having emotions. And I feel like to some degree, some Nigerian guys would say, I've been played before. Like, Nigerian girls, they're different, you know, beasts. And so they're just conditioned to just always, you know, be macho until they know, okay, maybe this is the one that holds my mumu button. But until then... <laughs> see i really mm. wish we had a guy on this episode i know to tell us we about his, totally should have done how he has been dealt with by his female. <laughs> that's true we haven't had a guy guest on our show yet we have yeah, we had, a, we had one. one charles only remember oh yeah, yeah 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 we did charles my boy i'm sorry <laughs> that i forgot you were on the show <laughs> or kunle i don't know whichever yeah. one he goes by mm-hmm. yeah cool. yeah I know, we totally should have had a guy <clears throat> to, so we're not being bashful or anything. Um, okay, so now I'm very intrigued by a term that has become very popular, I think, maybe in the last year and a half, two years, even three years. And this term is what people call a Yoruba demon, Okay. Um, for my non-Nigerian listeners, um, we we talked about the different ethnic groups in Nigeria. We said the um, top three were Yoruba, Hausa, and Igbo. Now, a Yoruba demon doesn't necessarily mean somebody who um, is from the Yoruba ethnic group, um, but but the reality is um, a good number of them are. <laughs> Yoruba. Um, and so there are many qualities of Yoruba demons. And I'm just going to let everyone just talk a little bit about their, if they've had any experience with Yoruba demons, um, what they know of them. And then I'll share with you some pretty hilarious Yoruba demon characteristics. <laughs> Is that I say okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. 
I feel like Yoruba demon is definitely a new, is a newish phrase though. Mm-hmm. It's a relatively new phrase, and from what I gather, is a Yoruba boy that has swag. Do people still say swag? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We, we a Yoruba boy, <laughs> boy that's cool, that has, that usually has money, and usually knows how to chats girls up and is charismatic but he is a player <laughs> and that's where the demonic <laughs> comes in <laughs> you'll be thinking he's an angel but he will turn eye like this and and give you heartache mm. so I think that's what a Yoruba demon is in in a nutshell mm-hmm. And I, I think I think what's happening now is because it's just a very hilarious term. So many it people is. have started em- like they just embrace it. It's like, oh, you know me and my all white captain, my red bags. <laughs> I mean, you're like, <laughs> you know, they have their two phones, one for the side chick, one yeah. for the main chick, like just silly things like that, like just for jokes, obviously. But like you just find more people like on Snapchat, like, hey, all white captain, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm just jokes but i mean i just i pray that neither of us here encounters or is in a relationship with any of these your demons because he's, the heartbreak is real like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there are some real demonic ones ones that will have like families on three yeah. different continents that Listen. is a hardcore oh <laughs> what is life yeah. What is life? Yeah. Man, okay, so Amaya already told you some characteristics um, of Yoruba demons. And you can find this. It's really funny. It's on Zikoko, so we'll link it um, in the description. But one of my favorite ones is that a Yoruba demon always ha- has a lying tongue. And so, like, you cannot let them suspect. <laughs> you have to be smooth. <laughs> like... <laughs> Man, it's their legacy, apparently. It's what is written over here. That they, It's their legacy. And then um, a gaping hole where your heart should be. So for you to be a Yoruba <laughs> demon, you have to have no heart. Like, just <laughs> none. None. Um, let's see. A cheating spirit. Um, why, why are Niger... <laughs> uh, I just, I just honestly can't. Anyway, so if you guys are listening and in your various countries have something similar, we'd love to hear and learn um, what we should be staying away from if we ever choose to, (laughs) you know, date internationally. Um, All right. So moving on to that, I don't know if this happened to anybody, but the moment I turned 21, it was like, behold, my child. You have gotten to this portion of your life where all the concerned family members are going to begin to ask you, so, uh-uh, mm. yeah, is he? Yes, your boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me. Like, why, why, why is that a thing? My sister, if I knew. <laughs> if I knew, well, if only I had the, uh, the secrets. I find it funny too how like all three secondary school mm. my mother was just like face your books, face your books, you know. Boys are secondary, it's not your time. Once you get into uni, it's like 
In fact, like once you graduate from uni, in fact, it's like, oh yeah, where's husband? It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. wow, so I was meant to suppress my feelings for And then, I mean, I'm so, I'm so confused. And Almost now, like, and I'm actually nobody equips you. Perfect GPA. <laughs> no, go on, go on. Oh no, I was saying like no one equips you with all the fundamental dating game. You know, you're like you said, completely banned from doing it. It's like don't your books come first. But then I mean if I've been in my books this whole time, how do you expect this man to arise from the from the ashes on the day of graduation? Like <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, oh hello tears. there, I've been waiting I was for you waiting until you collected your default, but now here you are. Like, come on. I honestly can't deal, y'all. I can't. That's real. And it's undue. It's really undue pressure because guys mm. don't get pressured mm. as as the same way girls do exactly. for marriage. You can't be a yeah. unmarried man till you are thirty five. Nobody is. You know, maybe there'll be some little yep. proddings, but nobody or is taking you to you. church for deliverance. There's this. So in the Zikoko. Mm-hmm, in the Zikoko article, one of the Zikoko articles, Buzzfeed. by the way, Zikoko <laughs> seems to be Nigeria's version of BuzzFeed. Mm. Yeah, they're really, they're mm-hmm. actually really good. They've carved out their niche really yep. well. Their their meme game is A+. <laughs> um, as I was saying, so, you know, nobody's saying, oh, brother, when will you marry? It's always sister, when will you marry? Sister, your husband is coming. Sister, your miracle is here for your wedding. Like, You've got to be kidding me. Oh my god. Like, why is marriage the ultimate goal? Like, I know why marriage is the ultimate goal for some of us. When Yika and I were just talking about this before we we started recording, because the way Nigerian society is set up, you're basically in your parents' house. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are in their parents' house until they get married. So even though you're done with... university you started working it's not common for you to be living independently so after a while you know people are tired of living under their parents Mm -hmm. thumbs they want their independence they want to be able to do whatever they want to do so marriage then becomes a avenue for that independence i say okay at least i have Mm -hmm. my own house but it's not really independence because you go from being in father's house to husband's house and the way nigeria like your your husband is basically like your father, you know. It's like it's fucked up. If they literally just said, <laughs> if they just literally said, there's changed. no light at the end of the tunnel, like you're doomed. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> but am I? You feel like things are changing? Why do you say so? <clears throat> oh yeah, definitely. I mean. I'm sure it's still like that in some parts of you know the continent, but I would say there is a bright light at the end of the tunnel for some, um, for some of not all, less than all Um, but yeah, no, I think things are changing. Like it's not like you're not regarded as inferior to your husband. Oh, not maybe not inferior, but like you're not required to serve your husband the way. Traditionally, you'd have been expected to. Mm. So it's more of like I feel like it's more about actual partnership than you know the. Um, if uh, you have some thoughts, I don't know. I was just. <laughs> I, was just <laughs> I can just hear it. 
I think it's definitely, I I think it's definitely getting better, and mm-hmm. I I agree on that front. But there's still some little, little mm-hmm. misogynistic things that happen mm-hmm. in Nigerian marriages, and if there's a mm. tro- if there's a problem, it'll be oh go and beg your husband. Yeah. Uh, what did you do that he was angry? Yeah. You know, it's always it's never the mm-hmm. man's fault. It's always the woman that has to do the placating. It's the woman that has to do. You do house physical house labor for your house. You do emotional <laughs> labor too, oh, and be taking God. care of a man child. It's just guys, you know, <laughs> I have all the feelings about this, and it's just like the pressure of marriage of women to marry make women mm-hmm. desperate and they make bad marriage decisions so they mm-hmm. are coming to that relationship yeah. from a position of desperation and there's no power there's no there's no leverage it's not like love mm-hmm. should be a leverage but you know if you don't know your worth or if you are just ready yep. you know you want to do by fire by force means I must to marry mm-hmm. it will not end well and I know I have personal experience with this because I've ha- I have two family members now that I've ended up in disastrous mm-hmm. relationships because of pressure to marry. And, you know, it's like, yeah. So I've already <laughs> told my mother that she should not even smell me. <laughs> with She should not come near me with like any semblance of mm-hmm. pressuring me for marriage. She can be praying for me or please pray for me in your in your corner of the world. But please don't be giving me monthly checkups and be asking me about man. Man is not why I came to the world. I also would like to talk about the um the concept of wife material. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I, don't know. I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> because I just feel like it just creates yeah. very unrealistic expectations of women like oh my wife must be able to cook all sorts of traditional meals oh she must clean oh she must be this she must be that and it's just twisted expectations that if like I say at this point mm-hmm. aren't that realistic to be honest with women trying to, you know, conquer their careers and establish themselves outside their homes as well, it's just not realistic to expect your wife to be cooking for you every day and to make sure that you have everything that you need before you go to work. <laughs> that wife material thing is like, uh, like what are you? Mm-hmm. Like what exactly are your preferences? I'm telling you, these men expect mothers. They don't. It's not wives they're exactly. looking for. It's not wives. They're looking for their mothers' replacement. They just stay in their mothers' and that's, uh-huh. and that's why I was like in our last episode talking about how we do a disservice to men when we, mm-hmm. when we put all the burden of being a homemaker on the woman because when he. He moves on to start his own family. He'll be expecting that same kind of treatment. And it's just, if that's what you want for marriage, hire cook, hire a housekeeper, go and meet the madam when the need strikes. Like, you know, if you're not in, if you're not, if you're not in it for true partnership, why bother getting married? Marriage is flawed in a lot of people to begin with. Um, such that when they're dating, you know, like the like things like you know who's who's gonna be cooking, cleaning, like what kind of chores are we sharing? Those kind of things people aren't talking about them, 
So you get into the relationship and then into the marriage and you're surprised that's ah so true you, see, you know what let me just vent about this right quick because i've been hearing about it a lot and i'm kind of irritated yes i'm going to use this platform to vent um can someone please explain to me what go off when you say i only eat fresh food i don't eat food from the fridge <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Like it's actually a thing. Like I'm not making this up, right? Because I feel like I've heard, I've heard, I hear it once every day from someone who's complaining. My boyfriend said he only eats fresh food, and I'm just like, in his mother's house, he did not microwave. Before you were there, what was he eating? Like I'm so confused. Anywho, I'm glad I could get that. <laughs> but yeah, so you you already have a flawed idea of what marriage is like, and then you go in there thinking that you know your wife is your what they call it slave or that your husband is your driver or your you know i I don't know i just feel like people need to do more talk yeah people need to Mm, or your handyman mm, or your atm listen your money versus our money that y'all need to talk about that before you know getting into it because you know like they say Mm -hmm. money i think it's finances is like the number one reason why people get a divorce so yeah, I'm just encouraging people to talk about that stuff yeah. before they get into the marriage. Like the wedding is cool. Okay, maybe it's a good transition to Bella and Angel wedding. Yeah, and I because mm-hmm. yes, yes, please. <laughs> but like, I think it was Ethan that just said it about how your husband mm-hmm. is not your ATM. I think it's very very important because I feel like yeah, guys also have their shortcomings i think for females i know so many well i don't know them personally but i've heard of so many people who just like oh yeah my husband will pay for this for me like oh yeah like my boyfriend has bought me like oh yeah like and they depend so much on their partner for financial things and i'm just like like why would you Mm. like you're just making yourself useless pretty much because like you're (laughs) I, i you need to be financially independent before i think I think you should be financially independent mm. before you get before you marry anybody, because if anything happens to yeah. you, God forbid, mm-hmm. like what would you do? Like if your husband dies, if you get a divorce, and you know you did it, like mm-hmm. it's just going to be a disastrous, yeah. disastrous situation. So protect yourself because you don't want to put yourself in that kind of terrible situation. And women should learn how to be financially independent. I mean, yeah, let him pay for some a few things sometimes if you want to, but I think you should mm-hmm. be able to cover your own expenses and not rely yeah. on somebody else i definitely i'm definitely with you on that i actually had a very weird encounter when yeah. i was in lagos last summer um so we went to the movies and i mean you regular you go to the movies you pay for your ticket and you go watch the movie right so i went with a couple of friends and i guess this guy was talking to her and he like paid for our movie tickets now i kind of felt weird because I'm just like, I'm confused. Like, are you using me as, you know, a pawn to show this girl, like, you have money or that you can take care of her? Like, I'm kind of confused. Like, I just, I just want to pay for my ticket. I mean, I'm thankful, but like, I just want to pay for my ticket. Um, and it was just so weird to me because, I mean, you're in America, who's paying your ticket? <laughs> if you want to go and watch film, <laughs> you pay for it. So it's just something that I like, kind of got, had me like, being aware of the fact that oh my god there are a lot of people actually out there 
people, you know, would go out on dates with guys and bring their friends and expect the guy to pay for the ticket. Yo. <laughs> Why are you bringing your friend on a date, though? <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's some Nigerian practices no. that happen that I reflect on. I'm like, this makes yeah. no sense. Is he dating you or is he dating all of you together? And then they'll Why? pay. If it was, mm, God knows why he named me a woman, Sha. Because, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine telling someone, let's go to the movies, and then they show up with, like, three of their friends, and then they expect you to pay? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Please I do. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> Sometimes there could have been poor communication oh, yeah. as to whether it was a date site. Because mm. I've just been like, okay... Like, Amaya, let's even if it's yeah, less hang out, I mean, no. will you go bring I three of your friends then expect the person to pay for three of your friends? <laughs> oh, okay, 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 think about it. Okay, let's, let's, let's think about this. Okay, what are you doing Friday night? Oh, you know, I'm not sure. Am I, like, am I, um, be grabbing drinks with some friends? And then he's like, okay, do you want to grab drinks? And then you bring Ew. your friends along Amaya, because we're to drinks. <laughs> okay, please. I am not supporting you. I'm just trying. To <laughs> just playing. No, no. I mean, somebody's I, I, I get where you're going with that, but then if they're coming along, they should be willing to pay for their drinks and their taxi to go home. That's true. Mm, let's not even talk about Ireland. Let's move on to the wedding. <laughs> part of things because That's we not. could be on this for a while um so bella ninja and for those of you who aren't nigerians bella ninja is this blog really that um i think it's evolved past a blog now it's a society website so it's a website that celebrates slash flashes in your face and on your timeline um different weddings or events that have happened with all the socialites in Lagos or outside of Nigeria, wherever. But what they're really, really known for are for um, displaying weddings. Um, and it's kind of like a life goal for a lot of people to be on Bella Ninja weddings. So this is a big deal for a lot of people. And it's kind of in its own way, I feel like created this idea of what or set the wedding standard in Lagos at least. I don't know about anywhere else, but I feel like it set the standard. Mm. So a lot of people, um, you know, once they say yes, I do, I'll marry you, and then they take a picture of the ring. From there on out, mm-hmm. it's like, how do I beat the next person? So, in your opinion, do you feel like Bella Ninja mm. and all these other websites are? kind of creating chaos for the men and the rest of the world because i mean i feel like why the men have, i mean you're not going mm. some people feel the pressure to like go and buy this huge ring because they feel like their girlfriend will vex that she can't do bm bling or ap bling showing her ring um i feel like there's a problem with your relationship that's outside bella nature if that is the case <laughs> <laughs> your problem did not start with Bella Nigeria bling <laughs> so yeah but I do agree that it's made 
I have mixed feelings about Bella and Nigel. I love that mm-hmm. we don't have to look to, you yeah. know, Vogue brides or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we have our own wedding culture and society and all of that to look at for a wedding inspiration and all of those things and we're celebrating our own and it's it's fun and it's it's nice it's, it gives you the feels when you look at it mm-hmm. but it's also important to remember that yeah it's a cut your clothes <laughs> cut your clothes according to your cloth that I mean, was the is <laughs> it material that if you don't if it's your if you don't have enough material anyway <laughs> Whichever whichever way the adage goes, it, it creates it does create a feeling of you have to impress, you know, I I have to impress so me too my wedding must have mm-hmm. I must have three wedding towns, I must change three times, I must have a I don't know. I must have a hashtag, I must do Rishi Rishi. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't really knock the hustle of Bill and Angela because, I mean, it's interesting they're trying to make money whichever way they can. They have to keep mm-hmm. their website juicy and updated. So, I mean, <laughs> seriously, you can't knock the hustle. It's more of like how people are reacting to the posts or the, the weddings or events that they feature on there. Like, I mean, I, and I feel like it just it has made Nigerian weddings so monotonous yeah. because it's always mm. the same thing. They're like, oh, we're who was your mm-hmm. caterer? Oh, who was your wedding planner? What did you guys do? Okay, you have to do the same thing. You have to top this. And it's like, you go to weddings these days, it's like the same lighting. Oh, this pink and purple. Oh, table has to be the same. Like, it's, it's so annoying. I haven't been to many weddings here, but like, from the pictures that I've seen and then the ones, like, the ones that I've gone to, it's like, really? You guys aren't creative. You can't think of anything better than this. Mm. Like, this is it. There isn't yeah. any more to your brain or your creativity. I don't know. But yeah, it does create chaos. You know, people trying to top each other. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a sad reality. Mm-hmm. But can we talk about how Nigerian weddings versus, mm. let's say, you know, mm-hmm. typical American weddings in terms of size and opulence? <laughs> Are we ready or not? <laughs> I haven't even been to Nigeria wedding in a minute, but oh my goodness, you know, and I feel like America. I was talking to to um, an American friend, a white American friend, and they were oh, like, yeah. "Oh, my wedding was big. It had one fifty people." That's the groom side of the family. That's hilarious. <laughs> and that was quite. <laughs> and your wedding was big. I was like, hmm. if your wedding is under five hundred people, your wedding is small. <laughs> oh wow yeah i mean there's that and i think one thing that definitely got me was when i heard people like had to pay for their plate oh yeah 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 american weddings it's like oh if you get invited to a wedding it's it's good etiquette to give a wedding gift that's you know equal or more to value than like your Mm-hmm. The, than what it would cost to have you mm. at the wedding. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And most people, and like, I think there's a growing trend of mm-hmm. 
couples demanding cash as wedding presents. They're like, we don't want to. <laughs> no one's your wedding. We don't want your Tumblr. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> One cold hard cash. I am and really, <laughs> and in Nigeria, keep your pillars, your table set. No, no, I can buy this. Yeah, I actually think Nigerians have started having marriage registries now. Actually, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nigerians in Nigeria. I mean, I think it just yeah. saves all the hassle. Huh. I man, I remember back in the day when I was a kid, like they would be dancing with their present. There's not a line that they have to go and present the presents to the bride and groom, but they don't do that anymore. I think I just it just saves time and saves all the stress. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I definitely think marriage registries are the way to go. However, can we talk about the souvenirs you get at a wedding, a Nigerian yeah. wedding? My mom came home. Listen, my mom came home with a laptop, y'all. As it like, oh my god, like, as a wedding souvenir, no, like it can't. She's like, yeah, Stop there were different it. types. There were like the little, um, what they call them, notebooks. And then they had the like increasing. So depending on your um, mm-hmm. closeness to the family, that like determined the size of laptop that you got. And they're starving children, people that can't go to wow. school. No, I'm y'all. Let's be honest, because <laughs> it's it, it the number of laptops that we're given at this wedding. Somebody has somebody's university school fees for, for five years. Yeah, I, I, very possibly, but I feel like that is not going to change the way. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I'm just doing it for drama. <laughs> anyway, I'm wary when people use stabbing children as a... <laughs> but I think, but, yeah, going back like, to souvenirs, I think it's funny um, how sometimes the couple, they don't even know where the souvenirs are coming from. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. people's aunties will just, you know, and print, I always prepare yeah, all the bowl and No, we had so many in my house. It was like, mommy, just stop collecting things. <laughs> yeah. Man, good times, though. Yeah. Nigerian weddings are mm-hmm. definitely a signifier of status, you know? The more popping your wedding, the more mm-hmm. outrageous the souvenirs, the... Boxed the more boxed like, up you that, are, as they say. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I'm sorry. That <laughs> just took me back to my QC days. Secondary school days. <laughs> boxed up babe. Man, yo, we are on a roll. We are on a roll. Okay, well, this was, this was definitely a good talk. I love all the laughs, and it was definitely needed. Yeah. Um, so thank you all for listening. Um, before we round up, though, is anybody listening to anything interesting? Watching anything? Let's get it on. I'm watching Outlander. So Outlander is a mm-hmm. book series that became a show very recently, and it's basically fantasy and romance and adventure and it's awesome. So you should check it out. So it's basically about this woman who was a World War, I think, one. I always get my World Wars mixed up. 
but I think World War One nurse. And after the war, she went to Scotland on a second honeymoon with her husband, but she fell back in time and had to marry somebody else. And anyway, it's wonderful. It is the cinematography is absolutely beautiful. The main character. James oh Alexander Malcolm Mackenzie Fraser <laughs> is a hottie, so you should totally check it out. <laughs> and I'm fine. I'm finally listening to Life of Pablo since it got released on Spotify. So I'm oh, listening to that. Do you like it? I actually <laughs> like it. I do. It's like Kanye is a weird human being, and mm-hmm. you know you have to know that has to be at the back of your mind as you're listening. But I like it. Um, let's see. So I, I recently started watching House of Cards. And mm. I had heard so much about it. Like, there was so much hype around it. Like, oh my gosh, you have to watch House of Cards. It's the best TV show ever. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm watching it now. And I, I mean, yes, it's great. Like, it's good. I mean, I'm enjoying <laughs> it. But, like, and people say that season one is the best season, right? And I'm I'm, I'm about to finish season one. Or I already started season two. And I'm just like, okay, like, it's cool. I think I prefer Grey's Anatomy, but okay, like, I don't know. Like, I was just so underwhelmed. Maybe because I heard so much about it. Like, people made it seem like yeah. it was, like, mm. the be- like, honestly, the best thing since sliced bread. And I was just very bleh. Yeah. Like, the, thing, the thing about House of Cards, it's like a slow burn. It's kind of like Mad Men in that slow burn kind of regard so i remember when mm-hmm. i first started watching mad when i was like what's this like nothing is happening <laughs> what what's going on here so that house of cards can kind of feel like that sometimes mm-hmm. but it's in the maneuverings of frank and claire and how mm-hmm. they are just so manipulative i feel like that's yeah. what really I mean, I it's, it's not like nothing is happening because obviously things are happening people are getting killed you know whatever <laughs> it's just like i mean i don't know it's just maybe because the the storyline okay it's Claire and Kevin Spacey, I always call them by those names. They like their relationship is very interesting, right? And mm-hmm. you know, they are very mani- manipulative and so on and so on. But I just I just feel like everything that happens is just expected, like his mm-hmm. affair and her I I don't know, maybe I'm just maybe I've watched too many like crazy shows, like now this is just like okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, the movie just me. Same way I did not completely impressed. Oh, I liked it, but like I was very about it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I just finished (laughs) watching the series Jennifer's Diaries. Um, it was beautiful. (laughs) I just appreciate the fact that in the midst of all her crazy antiques, she just always ends every episode like good Nigerian story with, you know, he has the moral lesson. Um, you know, there's <laughs> there's so much to be learned. Don't don't do drugs. Don't do alcohol. Don't <laughs> don't follow bangang. Yes, those kind of things. So there's always a moral lesson in the end, and I just love that she's able. She's taken Jennifer and transformed it into a brand, and I think that that's really. Um, really cool and of course files we just love files and files and jennifer together it's just hilarious mm-hmm. we need to get him on the show files files the bad guy out is there. bay <laughs> amaya correspondence right <laughs> yeah hit us up <laughs> i'm here 
Don't worry. I've got you guys. Yay. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and listening to this episode. We hope you've learned something. And if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, or questions, please, please, please make sure that you um, send them to us via email. We are not your African cliche at gmail.com. Um, also, you can find us on Facebook, not your African cliche. We're on Twitter at NYAC Podcast. We're also on Instagram, so please follow us at NYAC underscore podcast. And of course, SoundCloud, we are NYAC Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you.